Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest with me today that I am definitely excited to have on the show. I think this is going to be a pretty fun interview. I think you guys listening are in for some great insights. Ella Glasgow, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I love it. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? What do I do? Well, <laughs> no. The million dollar question, right? Right. I'm I'm a multi-passionate creative. What do I do? Okay. <laughs> um, no, what do I do? I am primarily a virtual event producer. Um, that's where I hang my hat at this point in time. That being said, I'm still a creative. I still get out and perform on stages and speak when I can. But this iteration of Ella's life is currently as a virtual event producer for companies and organizations. Okay, cool. And how long have you been doing that for? Well, (laughs) (laughs) as, as a virtual event producer, that iteration came about in 2020 and okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will tell you the short version of this story. So Yeah, yeah, the, the, The crazy thing about it happening is that it was always going to happen. And by that, I mean, when all of this started, um, what some people didn't know about myself and what I had wanted for my career, I had actually written a business plan in 2005, 15 pages. (laughs) And, and It said that I have a production and coaching company. In 2005, I was 26 years old, depending on the time of year, I was 25, 26 years old. And I just turned 44 (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) And um, when that happened, I saw my papers and I looked at the numbers and I needed a quarter of a million dollars. And at 25 years old, I had no clue how to get a quarter of a million dollars. And when I did actually learn how to get a quarter of a million dollars, I didn't have the mindset to be able to see far enough into possibility that there could be a single person that could give me a quarter of a million dollars and invest in me. I didn't have that confidence and I didn't have that 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 paradigm. In my mind, a quarter of a million dollars had to come from 250,000 investors, and I couldn't see myself beholden to that many people. So I still didn't invest in the company. The coaching stuff mm. I did all along because I've been coaching since I was since I was a child before before we called it coaching. <laughs> so um, 
And then 2020 came along. And I won't get into the to the deepness of it, but essentially just know that that uh, COVID said to me, Ella, what if I told you you could do your production company for for free? And I said, what COVID speak? Say less. No, tell me more. Tell me. Tell me all the things. How? <laughs> and we found ourselves working first with um, with children because I needed a birthday party for my son. And I wasn't about to let that not happen. Um, and then we ended up working with companies and organizations because they saw what we were doing with birthday parties and that evolved into doing events for uh, training and learning and, and education for, for different companies and teams and all, all of those things. So that's the, okay. that's the condensed I, version. I definitely, <laughs> that, that, that speaks to me because in 2005, I was seven and I am now 24. It's interesting to hear the struggles you had when you were my age and then how it you continued to progress and in unexpected ways, the things you wanted all along kind of came around to you. So I love to hear that. I think that is very exciting. Let's say there are other young people watching this episode of the podcast, right? Let's say there are other young people uh, who are hearing this and are inspired in the same way that I, I am. What would you say to those people? What would you say to someone who's on the young side who is in this world, but is a little bit uncertain about how to actually generate the kind of success that we all want, right? Yeah. So it's it's interesting that you ask me that question because when it comes to where my heart is, my passions do lie with young people mm. and um, and seeing them be able to succeed, especially creative young people, because unfortunately in the creative space, and when I speak of creatives, I'm speaking of that in a traditional sense, being my artists, my singers, my dancers, my writers, my authors, those are my heart. Because in our world, when it comes to achieving success, and I'm making air quotes right now, when it comes to achieving success, it's not really given to us in a practical manner. <laughs> it's not really taught to us in a practical way, except to follow your dreams and all of them will come true, especially in America. And that is not true. That's not how it works. <laughs> Plans have to be made. And while I, I will be the first person to tell you that I am a spiritual person. I will, I will woo, woo, woo with you all day long. But along with that, plans still have to be made. And as creatives, sometimes we like to fly by the seat of our pants. And that's not to say I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't ever do that from time to time. But I found my most successes, most of the successes that I've had have happened when I've actually been working towards the plan. Does that mean that the plan always goes as I plan? No, but the fact is that I was moving forward. Right. You have to build the foundation. The foundation has to be you, you have to actually believe that you can do it. You have to, you know, believe in yourself and, you know, follow your dreams, whatever, whatever. And then on top of that foundation, you have to build a legitimate plan and take legitimate action. Exactly. You sit around dream all day long. That doesn't exactly. do anything. And I, and I want you to dream. I want you to, I want yeah. you to. The dream has to, to dream. be the motivation. Right. To take the action. Exactly. I want you to dream. The dream is important because without, if you don't have a dream, where, as oh, you yeah. said, it's the motivation. Where are you going? You have nowhere yeah. oh, to go. One can't exist without the other. Exactly. The dream has to have the action that supports the dream, and the action has to have the dream. Otherwise, the action is going to be meaningless. And then exactly. you're going to be doing busy work until you fail, and then, you know, whatever. 
all of those things. And I want to speak to something that you said that's, that's quite interesting. And I can't remember who I heard this from, but firstly, you said something that that's said quite often. And that is, you know, you have to believe in yourself. Mm. And to a certain extent, that's true. But I've come to realize, and I don't, I I wish I could remember who I heard this from. I want to say, I I don't know her name. She's a a person that I've just come across on on YouTube, I believe. Um, And she is someone that I follow because she has ADHD. And that's something that I have um, been recently diagnosed within the last year or so. So um, on that wonderful journey of figuring out my life with that. But that being said, someone had asked her about how she had the successes that she did with ADHD. Like how, how in the world have you worked through all of that? And her reply was um, not that she believed in herself, it was that she did it scared. Mm. And I think oftentimes that we allow ourselves to, and I'm thinking of just myself today, just today, the things I needed to get done today to do the things that I dreamed to do with my business. There were things that I was scared of today. Do I believe that I could do the things that I'm setting out to do? Yes, I do, but does it's, I, I was still scared. <laughs> And I had to let that um, let that voice of that woman play in my mind. Do it scared, because we've come to this place, and I, at least I grew up believing that if there's fear, that means that, that we shouldn't be doing it, and that's a lie. Because we have to sit and really examine what that fear is because a lot of times fear is really yes it's our our mechanism to try and protect ourselves but to protect you from what you're not being attacked by a bear there's nobody coming after you with a knife you're okay what are you really afraid of are you afraid that they're going to say no they might they very well might in fact one of them did today but am i letting that stop me no thankfully i have my husband to remind me "Mm, go back in and ask this question (laughs) No, oh, yeah. you know it's so. Fu- I absolutely love that example because I was actually I was, I thinking the exact same thing. We as human beings have fear built into our, you know, beings because it serves a very practical purpose, right? If you're sitting around the campfire in the middle of the night and you're living in you know whatever whatever BC in the middle of the jungle, I mean you know the fear is okay. Don't go out in the dark by yourself so you don't get eaten by you know whatever. It is very helpful. It's very good to have fear. But the problem is now we're sitting in our cozy houses and we have absolutely no reason anymore to feel fear in that way. Like, you know, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, okay, sure, you accidentally end up in a little sketchy area. Fear is a good thing to have on your side. But, you know, when you're sitting down doing business, like, what's the fear? But that mechanism still exists and and it has to manifest itself somehow. And that's going to come in fears of rejection and fears of how you're being perceived, imposter syndrome, you know, uh, money and you know, lack of that as again the crash and burn around me, all of that stuff, right? Security, yeah. all that comes out in all those fears. And so you really have to be able to push through and do it despite, you know, because of those fears. I mean, you're kind of stuck with them. You know, us as humans right. are stuck with them, unless you're like a psychopath. Uh, but if you're not that, then like you're pretty much stuck with it. You got to live with it, and you have to do the stuff anyway. You have to believe 
that you act that it is possible to achieve this despite you know, the fears that you may have. Right. And it's possible for despite the fears that you may have, it's possible for you to achieve it. Yeah. Despite what may have been your story before because even though your story may be that you haven't done it yet or you've never done you you haven't had xyz experience yet you haven't made xyz money yet you haven't seen xyz person yet you haven't been xy where place yet okay and there are there are more than a handful of people that have gone before you with the same exact story and have have achieved it so you are not you are not um, exempt from success because of your story, whatever that may be. And for some people, that story may be for for a long time. I thought that my perceived inability to to achieve the success that I was trying to achieve at the time, my my understanding for myself was that I wasn't rich enough. I wasn't poor enough. I was stuck somewhere in the middle. And there are a lot of people stuck in the middle that feel like they're stuck in the middle. They don't have a rich grandpa to come pay their way out of it. And they don't have, they don't have a, a, a poor story. They weren't, they weren't down in, in the ghetto to climb out of. <clears throat> they, were in, they were in the middle. They had, a, they had their mommies and daddies. They had food on the table but no no sob story to help them move forward and that used to be what i thought about myself i thought that i was too and in fact the sad part of that is is that it kind of manifested itself um because you know we will think about things for a long enough time until we bring it into our existence right which is what manifestation is, right? Yeah. And there was a television show that I had the opportunity to be on. And because I was unwilling to share certain parts of my story that involved other people that I had not spoken with, whether or not I can share their story, <laughs> um, because I wasn't sharing that part, and it actually had to do with my mother, my birth mother, um, who passed away last year. Um, they ended up not having me on the show, which fed deep into that insecurity that I had that my story is not enough, that I'm not poor enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm in the middle, so they don't want me. Not because I wasn't good enough, because I was there, because I was a great singer. <laughs> I was already on the stage. But that story that I told myself, and it was at that moment, and it took me a while to get over that, but I had to finally realize, let me look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm amazing at manifestation. Let's stop manifesting that. <laughs> Let's let go of that piece because it is not serving me. Yep, I'm in the middle. Had a great family, had, had love surrounding me. No, I'm not poor enough. No, I was not rich enough, but I, I am enough. <laughs> where I am and from where I am I am moving forward <laughs> exactly you know that is that is absolutely incredible because you know we all want more 
right? We, we, none of us want to be stuck in the middle. And I feel like many, many entrepreneurs, I've never really thought about it in this way. So I find this very interesting. It seems to me like many entrepreneurs are kind of in that place, right? They're not dirt poor, they're not rich. And then they're somewhere in the middle. Maybe they have a job, whatever, and they're starting a side hustle or something. And being an entrepreneur is kind of a bid to get out of the middle, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I find that very interesting. I, I never really thought about that before <laughs> in that way, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what would be one piece of actionable advice you could give to an entrepreneur listening who is in the middle and wants to uh, take themselves out of that and begin to move up, you know, onwards and upwards? Yeah. Let go of the story that you are not enough. That's easier said than done. I understand that. You're going to have to sit down with yourself and really look at what that story is doing for you because everybody's story is doing something for them whether it be something that you want to have or something that you feel you don't want to have it's doing something for you for me it was keeping me in a comfortable place it was comfortable not reaching the success that i said that i wanted to reach that was comfortable i was fine doing the things that i was doing i was working on cruise ships i was doing production shows i was fine but i wanted more and while i wanted more i kept telling myself i wasn't enough and that story worked for me because it kept me hidden and it kept me comfortable and the minute that I decided that I didn't want to be hidden and stay in that comfortable quote unquote place anymore was when I was able to let go of that story. And like I said, it took me a while to let go of that story. There was some digging that I had to do. And <clears throat> to be fair to the incident that happened, my having that happened, having that happen was the catalyst. I just did a TED talk uh, last year regarding this about decisions and the creative power of decision. They named it wrong on the um, on the TED talk if you look it up on YouTube. But the actual title is the creative power of decision because of what a decision can create for you. In that moment, it felt like the decision that I made was dooming me to never ever achieve the success that I wanted to achieve that that because it seemed like that was the only door that I could go through after having tried for so long right but what it did because I didn't know all the pieces that they were asking about about my birth mother it made me ask questions and it changed the relationship that my birth mother and I had up to that point. Because while we were working on getting closer, because I finally asked questions of her that I had, I had of that moment, I began to finally understand what really happened between her and my father. I began to understand what really happened with her. I began to understand her 
to the point that I had a real relationship with her. But the time, even though she was, she was taken wrongly from this world last year, I am so grateful for that moment that is painful that I didn't get to sing those songs on that stage but I got to have the relationship with my mother and she got to have the relationship with her only grandchild. That would never have happened because I never would have thought to ask those questions. It never had dawned on me until that moment. That is very, very powerful. So ask yourself the questions. Are you stuck because Are you stuck in the middle because it's comfortable and is that working for you? If it's working for you, keep on trucking. But if you have decided that it no longer works for you and you're only there because it's just the thing that you've been doing over and over, I hear my voice right now. Move on. Start asking the question so that you can move on and get to where you know you can be and this this last thing i know i've spoken i've spoken a lot sorry i, I will preach for all all day let me break up <laughs> um, i'm right there with you has, <laughs> i know what you mean <laughs> this just came to me um oftentimes let's see you know that thought comes so quick and it 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 it, it, fl- it fluttered away so quickly as well i hope that i can come back to it because it was quite important um when you make the decision to to move from where you are it it can it can feel like like there's absolutely no way it can feel like there's absolutely no way to achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve with your business i encourage you to change your perspective and if that means that you have to go and speak to someone else about it so that you can hear them bounce that new perspective off of you then go and find that new perspective if you truly want to get to the next level of you because oh that's what it was that i was going to say whatever you choose to do if being in the middle is your thing and it's working for you i'm telling you right now know that it's okay because there are many people that will tell you that you have to become a quadrillionaire and that either a it's not okay for you to become a quadrillionaire because that's just selfish and wrong for you to be a quadrillionaire and why would you do that because they're evil people that have money are evil that's a lie if you want to be a quadrillionaire shout it from the mountain from the from the rooftops i love me some richard branson i want to be i want to have money just like richard branson i want it And that's okay. Say it out loud. Say it out loud with me right now. I want money and I love it. Do it. It's okay. Because if you don't love money, money does not love you. A number one. Number two, if your desire is to simply live comfortably, and that means whatever that means for you. I mean, and when I'm talking about being comfortable, where you are right now, if that's where you want to be and you feel good about it, it's okay. If you have no desire for more in this world where everyone tells you that you have to have more, I'm here to tell you right now, you don't have to have more. If you're good in the hood with where you are, 
then be good. And pay no attention to anyone else that tells you that you have to do something more than what you're doing right now. Because until you come to the place where that is what you want, it will continue to be a torture and a torment to you. Preaching to myself right now. And I will step down from my pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is, there, there is a lot to, to unpack in, in, in everything that you just shared. I mean, the whole conversation about money. I've had an entire, you know, 45 minute long episodes devoted entirely to that. You know, there, there's, there is, there is a lot of stuff there. And I'm hoping that everyone listening was really paying attention to that and, and was able to gain some insights from that because, uh, you know, I want to make sure I'm respecting your time and the time of our listeners. So despite the fact that I am 110% certain we could keep talking about all of this for hours, I want to, I want to, uh, this is, hours. yeah, over oh, 100%. <laughs> because that's all, I mean, that, that's the, that, that's the important stuff, you know, that's the stuff that needs to be talked about when you're an entrepreneur or when you're doing anything, you know, it, it's very important Let's talk about all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you, Ella, very, very much for coming onto the podcast today and sharing your insights and sharing your journey and sharing, you know, the kind of wisdom that you've been able to share with us today. For people who are interested in you and in all the work you're doing and they'd like to learn more, where can they do so? Well, there are a couple of different places and it just depends on what side of me you want to learn about. So if you want to learn about me, Ella, as the creative, then go to ellaglasgow.com and you can see uh, Ella the performer. And if you're wanting to learn about my company with virtual event production, then go to uh, beyondvirtualevents.com and you'll see all about virtual event production. If you just want to come hang out with me and on and the socials, just look up Ella Glasgow on LinkedIn or YouTube or Facebook because that's where I hang out. Okay, there we go. I think that's amazing. I'm going to have all that linked up in the show notes, and I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. But for now, Ella, thank you very, very much again for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Man, I tell you what, time it do fly. <laughs> I cannot believe the time has flown away. I want to tell you that we can go further, but I have to do the things I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I appreciate you, Ella. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much, Evan. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.